0: The message you're about to listen to is a recording from God's favorite house. It is a prayer that you listen, your life will be transformed, and you will be taken to greater heights in your walk with Jesus. Amen. God bless you as you listen to this message. God's favorite house, praise the Lord. Good morning, everybody. Say good morning to your neighbor, to your right, and to your left say to them, welcome to church. Today we are in part three of our series, Choose Your Future, Choose Your Future, And, and today we are looking at choosing the right team. Now, when the light comes on, and we can see the opportunities that lies ahead of us, and we walk through the doors. We choose the right guide to take us and navigate through what lies behind the door. We need to choose the right team to be all that God has called us to be. Next week as we wrap up the series, we are going to tie everything together in actually making the righteous. But today we are looking at choosing the right team. And the truth is that to do what God has created you to do, you are going to need a team. You are going to need a brain trust as it were, a support group, a personal board of advisors. You're going to need people that will come around you or you're going to have a team that you will join, people that you will link hands together with to fulfill God's purposes for your lives. First Corinthians 3.9, the word of God says to us in First Corinthians 3.9 that we work together as partners who belong together God, So we work together as partners who belong to God. All our stories is to God's glory. So what I'm saying in essence is that success is never, 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 ever a one-man show. Success takes a team. It takes a team to fulfill a dream. As he said, teamwork makes the dream work. If you look at the best tennis players on earth, single players, single tennis players, you will see that he appears to be in charge of his court. He appears to be alone in the court. However, he has a coach in the stands. He has, he has a, um, a hitting partner in, in the stands. He has, he has a medical team that travel with him. He has a bracket stringer that Travels along with him. So uh, uh, the, the best of the best always work with teams. The best people always work. With you. you can't fulfill your life vision without being a part of a team. It's not going to happen. And and in the way God sets it up is this. We all, every one of us, we all need models. Everyone say, models, we need mentors. Everyone say, mentors, we need allies. <laughs> we need allies. Everyone say, allies, and we need friends. To fulfill your dream, to fulfill your destiny in God, you need models, mentors, allies. And friends. And the way God has set it up is that God puts you in a community. God puts us in a community. And in our community, our community is called God's Free House, right? In this community, you will have models, you have mentors, you have allies, and you have friends. Now, it's, it's possible that you can have pockets of friends outside of the community, you can have models outside of the community, you can have mentors outside of the community, and you can have allies outside of the community. But the, the, the key thing is that for you to fulfill your destiny, God has put you in a community, and in that community you have mentors you have models, mentors, you have allies, you have friends. Your models are those you need to copy, <laughs> if you will. You need to imitate, you need to copy for you to fulfill your destiny. You, for you to be a, a spiritual, there must be someone that is spiritual that you're actually copying. Now, I know some people say, oh, I want to be the original. I don't want to copy anybody. Everything you learn to do, you learn by modeling, by copying someone. You learn t- to walk by copying your brothers that are working or your parents that are working. We learn to eat by modeling, by model. We learn to speak by models. In fact, that's why you discover that certain people from different tribes, they speak in a certain way because we, we, we just copy our environment. We learn to speak. So you can go... Come into your own, but you have to learn by modeling. Where you want to be in five years from now, for instance, if you don't have a model that has been there that you are imitating, most likely you won't get there. We need mentors, mentors are coaches. Coaches are people that will prune you, will will drill you. They, don't, they may not smile with you, but they, they want the best out of you. Then you have allies. Allies are those that come side by side with you. They share your dream. They work with you. They believe in your dream. Those are your allies. Your friends. However, there are those who love you and pray for you. They may not believe in your dreams. They may think you are crazy, but they, they, they like to hang out with you anyway. They may think, well, so, yeah, something is a little off with you. They walk in when everyone else walks out of your life. Those are your friends. And everybody needs a friend. We see here that God has placed us strategically so that we can fulfill our destiny. Pastor, what are you saying? What I'm saying. Is this, that the team you are on determines the success you enjoy. If you have a dream that you can fulfill by yourself, your dream is not from God. If you have a dream that only you can fulfill, it's not from God because it's too small. (laughs) Praise the name of the Lord. God's dream for your life is far, far bigger than your dream. Far, far bigger than your dream. God's every House could never have become what it is today if it's just me. Or if it's just me and my wife. It's not going to happen. No, 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 no. We, we won't be here. We are part of the team God calls God's every House. Everybody, every one of us, every one of us. Together, thousands of people have come to know Jesus. Together. Thousands of people, yet, hundreds and millions of people, yet, will yet to know Jesus. Say amen. Because. It's God's dream, it's not one person's idea, it is God's idea, it is our ideas together. And it's your community that determines your anointing. And you know, I can, I can really, really spend a lot of time here because this is huge, it's huge. The company you keep determines the heights you reach. It is your community that determines your anointing. I've shared a story of, um, from the Bible how Saul joined, joined the community of, of prophets and Saul began to prophesy because he was in the community of prophets. And it was a proverb in Israel that is Saul now part of the prophets. Your community determines your anointing. David was a giant killer because David was a giant killer. The people that hung around David, even though they were nonentities, they were vagabonds, they were debtors, they were in debt, they were dropouts, they were rejects of the society, by the time God was done with them, they were giant killers. How did they become giant killers? Because they hung out with a giant killer. You are the average of the three people you, you spend most of your time with. You are the average. So. You you must have heard me say that if if you if you stay here, you are going to be great. If you stay in God's family house long enough, you are going to be great. In the name of Jesus, every form of mediocrity will vanish from your life. Every form of poverty will be far away from you. In the mighty name of Jesus, your community determines your anointing. How high you go, if you I mean, you notice that it individuals, you know, prophetic gifts. People just begin to see angels, visions, and stuff. Why? Because the atmosphere is charged. The atmosphere influences the height you can attain. Now, you could say there are some people in the community that, you know, uh, it's as if they're not making progress. Well, those are exceptions. But their own lives will also change in the name of Jesus. So you were not made to do life by yourself. You were meant to do life in community, so why do you need community? Why do I need community? Number one, to make up for my weaknesses. I need community to make up for my weaknesses. I have weaknesses, so do you. I need community, you need community. To make up for your weaknesses. In Romans chapter 1 verse 12. Romans 1 12 says. I want us to help each other. With the faith we have. Your faith will help me. And my faith will help you. There are things I'm not good at. That the people around me are good at. There are some things I don't even really, I'm not interested in. There are people around me, they love doing it. So let them do it. You know, there are things that, A, I'm not strong at. I accept it. But guess what? God has surrounded me with people, gifted people, talented people, anointed people, that will help and make up for my weaknesses so we are better together so let's say together god's family house we are better together again god's family house we are better together so why do i need community i need community number one to make up for my weaknesses number two i need community to bring out the best in me every pro needs a coach if the pros need coaches, then what are we talking about? The pros are the best in the sports. If they need coaches, then then every we need coaches. Every pro needs a coach. No matter how much of a pro you are, you need a coach. Proverbs twenty-seven, Proverbs twenty-seven, verse seventeen it says, "Just as iron sharpens iron." Friends sharpen and shape each other. Friends sharpen and shape each other. So I need community to make up for my weaknesses. I need community to bring out the best in me. Number three, I need community to get more done. I need community to get more done. I mean, that's that's a no-brainer. So, if 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 one person can sweep a room in 30 minutes, all things being equal, how long will it take two people to sweep the same room? Come on, how long will it take two people to sweep the same room? 15 minutes. So, I can get more done in community. I can get more done in community. In Ecclesiastes chapter 4, verse 9, Ecclesiastes 4, 9, the word of God says that two are always better than one. Now, when God says two are always better than one, what it means is two, as I say, two good (laughs) eggs are better than one. Not two rotten heads or one good one rotten head. Two good heads are better than one. And God is saying two are always better than one. Always. Always. So, if you are good and we can get somebody else to join you, the output will always be better. Why? Because they can accomplish more by working together. None of us is as strong as all of us. None of us, none of us. None of us is as anointed as all of us. Why, because two are always better than one. None of us is as intelligent as as all of us. None of us is as wise as all of us. Why, because two are always, always better than one. Always better than one. One of the strengths of our lives is the ability to link up with other people and make things happen. So, so even the enemy is confounded because they are like, how do we try and stop these people? But well, they can't because if one chases a thousand, two chases ten thousand, three which chase. Do the math. Some people will say 100,000, some people will say uh, 1,000 times 1,000. 1,000 a 100 is 10,000, right? So some people will say a million, some people will say, okay, it's, it's an exponential uh, sequence, but the truth is that you can't know if it's an exponential sequence without the third number. So if the Bible, the Bible didn't give us a third number, the Bible just gives give us two. You cannot know the sequence without the third number. So if you have the third number then you can know that it's, it is a multiplication, a multiple of, of it, or if it's, if it's an exponential um, um, representation of it. So, but what does that mean? God has left it to our imagination. So if, if, if one we chase a thousand, and two we chase 10,000, how many will 3,000 chase. We are better together. Praise the name of the Lord. Number three, why do I need community? I need community to help me get back up when I stumble. You know, James chapter 3 verse 2 says, the, 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 the A part says something very profound. It says, we all stumble in many ways. I mean, back in the day, if you, if you say this to a Christian, they will, they will rebuke you because, you know, we are told that it is impossible, you know, for it to happen. But James, New Testament, it's saying that we make mistakes, things happen. But the truth is, you are not meant to stay down. And when you're in community, community helps you get back up when you stumble. You are going to make a lot of mistakes. You are going to make mistakes. You, why? Because you've not lived before. None of us have lived on earth before. If you've lived on earth before, raise your hand. I've lived on earth before. Um, this is my second time around. I came, I came as a tortoise. <laughs> what did you call us? In the, you know, not always say that if, if in the previous life, there's nothing like that. Nothing like that. When I come again, there's nothing like that. It's appointed for man to die once, after which... You, you face your maker, judgment. That's what the Bible says. So none of us have walked this way before. The things we are meeting in our lives, we have not seen it before. There are challenges we are perplexed. There, 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 there are problems we have to solve that we feel overwhelmed. But the truth is that when we are in community, community helps us get back up on our feet. Ecclesiastes 4.10. Ecclesiastes 4.10 says, if you fall, a companion can help you get back up. But if you fall by yourself, you're in real trouble. Because no one, there is no one to help you. It would be a shame for you to be in church. And when you are in trouble, you are in trouble by yourself. It's, it will be a big shame. God has brought to church so that you can be a part of a community. So that when you are in trouble, when you fall, you will have people that can link you up. If you're in church, you're not part of any unit. You are not serving in any department. Or you are not a part of any life group. You just come to church and you disappear. And you come to church and you disappear. You are in danger. That's the simplest way to put it. You are risking your life. God is saying, if you are a part of a community, your community will help you get back up. Back to that same scripture in Exodus 4.10. It says that, following up, two are better than one because if you fall your companion can help you but if you are alone and you fall by yourself you are in real trouble because there is no one to help you so the question is not if you fall the question is what will happen are you surrounded by helpers if that happens okay I pray that you will not fall in Jesus' name has always okay I pray you will not fall in Jesus name but if you fall we are here to help you up say amen number five why I need community I need community to overcome attacks and criticism you know the truth is that the moment you choose a dream for your life somebody's not gonna like it somebody's not gonna like it. If you're, let's say you're single all your life, you've been single, the moment you choose to get married, somebody's not gonna like it. Somebody's not gonna like it. <laughs> oh, yes. Somebody's not gonna like it. You're married, the moment you choose to have children, somebody's not gonna like it. You're on a job, the moment you, you aspire, you want to get promoted, somebody's not gonna like it. Somebody's not gonna like it. And it, it, you, you'd be amazed at who the people are. You've been in pain employment. You have a vision of entrepreneurship. You want to you be an entrepreneur. You want to set up as you, as you want to. Maybe you want to start out, and somebody's not going to like it. If you're alone, you will get discouraged. But if you're a part of a community, your community can help you overcome attacks and criticism. That's in Exodus 4, verse 12. The Word of God says, in verse 12, that by yourself, you are unprotected. An enemy can attack and defeat you. But two can stand back to back and resist. And a team, I must say a team, a team of three is even better. So two are better than one, three are better than two. So four are better than three and on and on So that's giving us a progression right there. It's even better like a triple braided robe which doesn't break easily. It doesn't break easily. So those are the reasons why I need to be a part of a community, I need to join a team, I need to be a part of a team. However, in choosing a team or joining a team, there are a couple of things you should look out for. And I'm going to give you those things because it's it's not enough to just join any team, you know. You can join a team that is going straight to hell, but you won't in Jesus' name. You can join a team that is going nowhere. You can join a team that is not going to help you become all that God has created you to be. So when choosing or joining a team, what should I look out for? What are the things that are... Huge in God's heart that I must align with when choosing or joining a team. Choose people who want to love and serve God. They are not perfect people, but they want to move towards Jesus. They are not perfect in their service, but they want to be better at serving. They want to love and serve God. If people who are closest to you don't love and serve God, you are going in the wrong direction. If the people that are closest to you, they don't love God, they don't serve God, you are certainly not going in the right direction. Absolutely not. 2 Corinthians 6, 14. 2 Corinthians 6, 14. The word of God says to us in 2 Corinthians 6, 14, don't team up with those who reject God. You see that in the Bible. Don't team up with those who reject God. How can you make partnership out of right and wrong (laughs) how that's not partnership that's war that's what the bible says it's not partnership it's war can light be best friends with darkness absolutely impossible how can christ and satan agree on anything is that even possible Say, so, oh, but Pastor, we are not to judge, we are not to judge people, you know, but you know that your company is not following God. You are not judging them, but you know. First Corinthians 15 33 makes it absolutely clear in case we are still in doubt that don't be misled. Bad company corrupts good character good character. Bad company corrupts good character. So the first thing I need to do, I need to choose people that they want to love God and serve God. They they, they, they are not perfect but their heart is to be better. Their heart is to grow. So secondly, I need to choose people committed to growing in character. Because The truth is, talent is not enough. We are attracted by talented people. People that are are, are, are talented, they are skillful, and all that, but talent is not enough. You need to choose people that are committed to growing in character. And there are three things I look for that I see in people, and you can also look for in people that are committed to growing in character. You have acronym them H-I-G. H-I-G. And the H is for humility. The I is for integrity. And the G is for generosity. So we take humility. H. Proverbs 3.34. Proverbs 3.34 says, God has no use for conceited people. Can you imagine? That's huge. The Bible says, God has no use for conceited people. But he shows favor to those who are humble. God has no use of, for conceited people. I mean, when people are arrogant, when they are conceited, God says, sorry, I, I can't use you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. But it shows favor to those who are humble. Who are humble. That is is eight. Proverbs 10, 9, talks about I, integrity. It says, people with integrity have firm footing. Their, their feet Is sure and secure But those Who follow crooked paths Will slip and fall In the name of Jesus You will not slip and fall Integrity Simply means Be true to yourself Be true to yourself Be true to yourself If you have a shirt That is Um linen and it's 100% linen, that shirt has integrity, linen integrity. If you have a shirt that is 100% cutting, that clothing has cutting integrity. So if you have um, a shirt that they say is 100% cutting, meanwhile they put linen inside to compromise it, it, it lacks integrity. Be true to yourself. If you are cutting, be cutting. If you are linen, be linen. Integrity is from integer, whole number, if you are whole, be whole. Then generosity is the third. Proverbs 22, verse 9, says to us, generous people will be blessed. Generous people will be blessed. Praise the name of the Lord. So we see that we should not only choose People who want to love God and serve God is great. But we should choose people who are committed to growing in character. Number three, we should choose people who do what's right even when it's hard. Sometimes to do what's right is hard. Deuteronomy 12, 28 says, If you are careful to obey whatever God commands, Then you will be doing what is right and good in God's eyes. And that is is huge in God's eyes. Not in men's eyes, not in people's eyes, in God's eyes. Then it will help you and your children to be successful. He will help you and your children to be successful. Psalm 34, verse 19. Psalm 34, verse 19 says to us that people who do what is right may have many problems. But the Lord will solve them all. So the fact that you do solve what is right doesn't mean you won't have problems. Sometimes we look at our lives and we see all the problems we have and we are like, "Ah, but I'm I'm trying to do what is right. How come I'm having all this problem? The Bible says that people that do what is right, do what? They have many problems. But the difference is that the Lord, I always say the Lord, (laughs) the Lord will solve them all. Not one, not two, Not a few will solve them all. Many are the afflictions of the righteous, the KJV says. The people that do right, they may have many problems. And sometimes, because we appear to have many problems, we are thinking, am I not doing right? What is wrong with my life? Maybe something is wrong with my life. That's why I have not achieved A, or I have not attained B, or I'm having this challenge, or I'm having that challenge well, God has told you in his word that uh, it could be because you're actually doing right, that is why you have that problem. But be of good cheer. He says, the Lord will solve them all. Do I get an amen? The Lord will solve them all. So, when I'm choosing, or I'm looking, or I'm joining a team, remember the team you're on determines the success you enjoy. When I'm joining a team, I should look for people who handle criticism by focusing on God. You see, there are different ways of handling criticism. <laughs> Some people handle criticism by crying. Oh, why me? Why are they talking about me like that? Wait, 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 wait. Listen, didn't talk about you, who should they be talking about? They must talk about you because it's your time to shine, right? Light is set upon the hill, and trees that bear fruit receive stones. If you bear fruit, you're gonna be stoned. Standard. So you should look for people or join people and be that person that handle criticism by focusing on God, not on yourself, not on your apparent detractors, not on people that are anti-you. Some people under-criticism by kicking back. So they attack back. Jesus Jesus says that if they they slap you on one cheek, (laughs) don't attack back. That's what he's saying. Turn the other cheek. Some people once you criticize them, they fire back. Boom! 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 Why? (laughs) God! Because that's their defense mechanism. But, But Jesus is saying, Look for people and be that person that handles criticism by focusing on God. What do I look out for finally as we learn this? In joining a team, in choosing a team. Look for people and join people that take bold risks in faith, people that take bold risks in faith acts 15 26 the niv says now listen to this this is this huge says along with paul and Barnabas, we are sending some men who have risked their lives for the sake of our lord jesus christ time for half-hearted commitment is over this is a new decade is either you are going to give Jesus all or nothing. All or nothing. So what is it going to be? All or nothing? Ask your neighbor, is it going to be all or is it going to be nothing? You have to take that step for God. I mean, for some people it could be as basic, it's, not basic, it's basic but it's not trivial, as talking to your neighbor about Jesus. Are you going to preserve yourself? Or are you going to talk to your friend about Jesus? In Acts 13, 36, Acts 13, verse 36, the Word of God says that David served God's purpose in his generation, then he died. Ha! Huh. I pray that it will be said of us that we serve God's purpose in our generation, then we exit i pray it to be said of me i pray it be said of you that you serve god's purpose in your generation then you die so i'm praying until you serve god's purpose in your generation you will not die i pray it's big it's huge 1 john 5:4 says every child of god can defeat the world and our faith is what gives us this victory no one can defeat the world without having faith in Jesus as the son of God and that's where we are going really because you need to take bold steps for God in community to take territories that God has put in your hearts to take Light has come. The opportunities are ahead of you, spread ahead of you. You need the right guide, the person of the Holy Spirit. You definitely need the right team. You need the right team. And to get the right team, you need to set your heart on God yourself and be the right person for the right thing. So like that scripture said in, in 1 John 5, 4 to 5, that no one can defeat the world without faith in Jesus as the son of God. So you might be here and, and you're like, Jesus is not the Lord of my life. You've never given your life to Jesus. Or you used to be born again and, and you're not with Jesus today and you want to overcome the world you want to have this victory that we are talking about you want to choose a future that is great and beautiful and and it's it's fantastic but listen, it all starts with choosing to put your faith in Jesus as your Lord and your Savior are you going to do that this morning? are you going to do that this morning? or are you going to just come to church and go back? or are you going to make today, that day when you choose the future that God has for you. Are you gonna choose your future in Christ today? Let's bow our hearts as we bow our heads, as we pray. If you wanna give your life to Jesus, wherever you are, at all the locations, put up your hand. Just, that's all I need you to do, just put up your hand. They're gonna give you a card, that's all. Just put up your hand, in church, online. If you're online, you wanna commit your life to Jesus, Destruction are scrolling on screen right now, what you need to do. You need someone to engage with you as you come into the kingdom. Do what's on the screen if you're online. If you're at different locations, I want to pray with you. If you're online, also I also want to pray with you. You're going to say, Father, in the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, we bring everyone that is running to you under your covering. We ask that you lay your mighty hands upon them. Save them as they have cried out unto you. Deliver them, O God of heaven. Let them walk into their destinies and let your name and your name alone be glorified. Honor and glory be given to you, Father. Honor and glory be given to you. In Jesus' amazing name, we have prayed. Amen. Amen and amen.